Yo, yo, what's up, everybody? Society Podcast. Keeping in with the spooky season. I'm going to give you some Spotify for podcasters. But before we go any further, here is the Zisu. Hey! All right, you know how this list goes. We haven't done a list in a while. Uh, we are going to give you some Big Brother later on. But, <coughs> excuse me. Still trying to get over whatever I'm trying to get get over. Um, But we are coming at you tonight. The 25 best horror remakes. Did we do this one? I'm I don't not think. sure. Okay, if I have, I did it on somebody else's show. I don't. Right. I don't remember. So this but, will be um, a different take. Yeah, this will be. Uh, you might have seen some of these, and you, I know I've seen them, but I don't know about the Zisa here. But we'll start off at uh, number twenty-five. Um, this is a film that came out in two thousand nine. I believe the original was in the early eighties. Let me see. Yeah, I think that first one was uh, the original one was in 1981, and I loved it. So, but we got My Bloody Valentine. Ten years ago, in, in an experience, an inexperienced coal miner Tom Hagener Hanager, I can't remember his name. Yeah, used an accident that uh, uh, caused an accident that killed five men. Where the hell did it go? Okay, they killed five men and put a six man Harry Warden into a coma. A year later on Valentine's Day, Harry woke up and murdered 22 people with a pickaxe before dying. Now Tom has returned home, still haunted by the past and something else had in his back of his memory. A pickaxe wielding killer in the miner's mask. Who will be the ghost of Harry Warden? Come claim, wait, come to claim Tom and, and his friend. All right, whatever, I don't know who wrote this, but. Uh, I seen this. I saw this in a theater, and it was actually in 3D. And this was one of the 3D movies that was like shot with the 3D cameras and everything. So I thought this movie was awesome. Pretty much almost on the lines as the original one, but they did change a lot because uh, a lot of us that went in there that seen the original was thinking, well, we already know how this is gonna end, and we know who it is. So let's let's see what you're gonna do. But they did they switched it up a little uh, on this one. So if you have not seen this. This remake, I believe we covered it last year or maybe the year before on our 31 Days of Horror. I think um, Taylor was with me when we did this one. But um, I I enjoyed this one. I I went in there with not very high hopes. Uh, I just wanted to be entertained and see some awesome uh, blood and guts on the screen. And I got it. And it was all in 3D. Is it goofy? Of course it is. But, I mean, what do you expect? Uh, Have you seen this one or the original? No, I haven't. I'm looking at on uh, IMDb right now, the uh, 1981 version and then the 2009 version. Uh, honestly, I didn't even really hear. You would have thought I would have heard about the 2009 version. I didn't even hear about it at all. Um, but yeah, I do see that both of them are streaming on Pluto for free if you are interested in that. If you want to deal with the the commercials, then go for it. I have both of these on Blu-ray, so I'm good. But I've seen this one once in a theater, or was it twice? Uh, I'm pic- I'm picturing twice in my head, but I, I don't remember. But 
Um, I've seen it a bunch of times after after the fact, once it hit uh, some of these streaming and when it came out on Blu-ray. The original one, I saw that one in the theater when it came out, and then I'd seen it a billion other times. Uh, the VHS era, the DVD, and then when it came out on Blu-ray, I had to get it. I, I bought it like a couple times uh, on Blu-ray because I have the Scream Factory one. I had the first go-around. And then there was a Scream Factory release, and then Scream Factory did me again with the Steelbook. So I got that. It came with a poster and everything. So you guys know me, man. I just do. I need them all? No, but that's the kind of collector I am. All right. This next one, number twenty-four. This one came out in twenty thirteen, I believe. The original one came out in 1981 same year jeez interesting and this and this is evil dead all right um let me give you a quick synopsis on this one mia uh, a drug addict is determined to kick the habit at the end she asks her brother david and his girlfriend natalie and their friends olivia and eric to accompany her to the family's remote forest cabin to help her through withdrawal. Eric finds a mysterious book of the dead at the cabin and reads it reads it aloud from it, awakening the ancient demon. All hell breaks loose when the mellow violent entity possesses Mia. All right, Evil Dead. This one was a different take of the, the story. Um, the first time I had seen this, I did not care for it. I thought it was stupid. I was like, what are they doing? Why why, why are you doing this to my evil dead? Uh, this was directed by uh, Fetty Alvarez. Um, really quick, I was not in the right state of mind when I went and seen this. Uh, I went to see it just to get my mind off of everything. It was right after my son passed. And I just needed to go to the movies to to see something. And this came out. So I was like, this movie's dumb, and I just left the theater and just never thought about it again. Um, once it came out on, um, I think it was DVD, um, shout out to uh, my brother, uh, Blind Frankenstein, a.k.a. Big Jesse. He was telling me, I think we did it for his show, for the Horacopia show, and he was telling me, dude, just just rewatch it, maybe you're, you're, you'll think different about it. And uh, it was years and years after when I rewatched it again. So I rewatched it uh, pretty much in a different state of mind. And I thought this movie was awesome. <laughs> I loved it. Uh, again, I, the first time I saw it, I mean, it was just, it was just I, I wasn't I wasn't all there. I, I wasn't a pleasant person to be around at that time. But I watched it again i think i think i just bought it when it came out um i wasn't really thinking at the time uh, target came out with a steel book of it i just bought the regular version um the day it came out i wasn't really thinking i didn't even look over at target to see i think i just went to best buy and bought it if i would have known that i would have picked up the steel book because right now that one's going for a pretty penny and i don't want to spend that money eventually i'm hoping that they come out with another steel book for this so i can get it but um, again, it is totally different from Sam Raimi's Evil Dead. Um, I believe Bruce Campbell and Sam Raimi are, are one of the executive producers, or both executive producers of the film. 
Um, the only thing is that's the, other than the title, it's in a remote cabin out in the woods. Uh, the Necronomicon, the Book of the Dead, the Deadites, all hell breaks loose. But this one was more serious. It was really, it was a lot more serious. And if you've seen the original on how goofy and funny that one was, was it meant to be goofy and funny? Probably not. I mean, but that was the time. They, it was a shoestring budget, and Sam Raimi and his buddies just went and made this awesome film for us and threw it in the theater. I believe that one was doing some festival runs at the time, and that, and that was supposed to be it. But then a, it was it got such a big buzz, uh, a word of mouth, and then some higher ups said, "You know what? This is making a killing at all these screenings. Let's just throw it out." So they put it out to the masses, and then it, the movie just blew up from there. But this one, I haven't seen it in a while, but I remember the last couple times I watched it, I was like, "Whoa, this one was badass." If you guys have just seen, have seen that one. That came out earlier this year, Evil Dead Rise. Um, I liked it. I know a lot of people didn't because it, it just kind of took away from, uh, took took you out of the woods and put you in the uh, inner city, uh, in an apartment building. I thought the movie was awesome. Um, will, will it make my best of horror list? Right now it is, but I'm sure that there's a bunch of other horror movies that I need to watch. Uh, a lot of streaming stuff, and uh, then I'll come down and, and make my list when we get to the end of the year but um have you seen this one or the original i've seen the original i haven't seen this one uh i see it streaming on hulu so uh no ads there oh well if you have the no ads version um but i'm looking at the poster here on imdb and it says the most terrifying film you will ever experience I take it you don't agree with that statement, though. Which one? This one? Uh, yeah, the um, Evil Dead 2013 version. It was scary, but I don't. I wasn't. The poster wasn't in like red, this. and it's the back of a person, and across it, it, it's all red, but then a yellow letters that said the most terrifying film you will ever experience. Uh, well, not to me, and I'm sure a lot of, of other course. horror watchers. <laughs> but um, for you, for your non-average horror watcher, like if I sat down with one of my friends and said, "Here, let's watch this one," um, she would be scared. Because I remember we sat there and we watched uh, *Insidious*. I had seen it already. She had she'd never even heard of it, so she was like pretty much just behind her hands and had the blanket over her head that whole time we were watching it. But. Uh, shout out to my girl Sarah. Um, you you, you one, remember that one scene in uh, Malibu's Most Wanted? They take him to the oh. horror film, <laughs> and he throws the popcorn. <laughs> Run! He go kill you. Some people think that's a joke. It's funny because it's funny to me because it's true. Um, if you did not grow up around those type of theaters where people talk to the screen, um, <laughs> you would never experience that. I mean, I grew up uh, in my neighborhood. Uh, wasn't the greatest <laughs> neighborhood in the world, but it, it was fun to go to the movies, and everybody was always talking to the screen. The very first time I saw Friday the 13th, the original, uh, somebody ruined it for me. Um, I didn't know what was going to happen. But at the very end, I mean, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen Friday the 13th, it came out in 1980. 
Um, right before Jason jumped out of the water, some dude way in the back went, here comes Jason. And then he jumps out of the water. So that guy timed it perfectly. <laughs> so, but I mean, that's just, that's just how it goes <laughs> in the <laughs> inner city theaters, but evil dead. Um, if you've seen the original, I think you're good because I don't think you would like this when you're not the the right. bloody guy and there's yeah. gallons and gallons of blood especially in the new one evil dead rise dude I, oh, I, I'll, I'll give it to those i'll give it to those little kids that were in that one they were up to their eyeballs in blood i mean literally <laughs> it was glorious and awesome to me this one they really they really went for it i mean at the very end it's like raining blood during one scene <laughs> yeah this one might be a little too much for you so I won't, I, uh, like I won't, I won't, I won't put you through it. Oh, there was some really, really, real gritty scenes in this one that just made you go ah. Especially in the Evil Dead Rise, the one that really got me. If you guys have HBO Max, it's on there, um, and you haven't seen it yet. But the scene that got me in the new one is this: uh, this one girl's trying to get away. They're fighting in, in the kitchen, and the evil uh, mom that's possessed she grabs a cheese grater slams it on the back of that girl i think it was the back of her calf and just raked it down and just like grated her skin off <laughs> I was like, ah. that was the only scene that made me go ah through the whole thing but i mean it, it was pretty rough i haven't seen it in a while i'm gonna have to rewatch it again before this month is over but if you haven't seen evil dead rides or even this one the 2013 evil dead i say check it out it was pretty awesome uh as well as the original you can't beat that one i mean Comparing that one and this one, it's like apple and oranges, man. But um, the original one, you got to take it for when it came out and what they had to do for the effects. All all or nothing days, all practical effects. Yeah, uh, it's fun. Excuse me. It's kind of fun. A, yeah. lot, of, a lot of stop motion. Uh, uh, an, I mean, animation, animation type of stuff, which is really cool, uh, especially when the... Um, when some of the bodies are start to decay, it's like really, really fast. It's like totally claymation type of stuff, and and it's an awesome and it's a good time with the original one. My favorite one out of the original three is the second one, Evil Dead Two. It's basically the Evil Dead, the original one with a bigger budget. So, and I mean, they try to say it's not a sequel; it was a remake. Uh, in a way, it is, but I mean, it's still they they just call it Evil Dead too. But anyway, all right, this one's new news to me because I don't know what the original one is. I, I assume that it must be the same title. This is one number twenty three. This one came out in nineteen eighty two, and this is Cat People. I seen this movie once, and I do not remember much of it. Um. I didn't. I didn't even know it was a remake. So I assume that the original was called um, Cat People. Uh, it and was this, uh, 1942 was the original. Okay. And then the update okay. was uh, uh, 40 years later, 1982. And this sensual and violent horror tale, Irina Gallia. I think that's his name. Uh, has a dark family secret, one that resurfaces dramatically when she reconnects with her estranged brother, Paul. Uh, Living with her sibling in New Orleans, Irina finds herself 
and and moored in a zoo zoologist Oliver Yates. Uh, even as her brother makes his own advances toward her. Whoa, I don't remember that. Okay. It's not long before the dark and dangerous curse of the Gallagher clan ruin rears its unfeline head. Um, I have not seen this in a really long time. I saw I saw it once in the theater. I think I saw it again when it came on like Showtime or something uh, way back in the 80s, but... Uh, I've never this. I mean, like I said, there was news to me that this was a remake. I didn't even know there was one back in the '40s, so I'm gonna have to uh, check that one out. Have you seen either of these? I haven't seen either of them. I'm seeing that the 1942 version is streaming on Max, so it is available. Uh, it's described as an American man marries a Serbian immigrant who fears that she will turn into the cat person of her homeland's fables if they are intimate together. Hmm. And right. there's also <laughs> a, a sequel, uh, 1944's The Curse of the Cat People. Hmm. Never, I'm gonna have to find all these movies because <laughs> I yeah. don't rem- remember. I, again, like I don't I said, remember much. Streaming on Max, so uh, might be worth checking out. <laughs> all right, I'm gonna have to check this out. <laughs> Excuse me, everyone. <coughs> it's right. got some good uh, user reviews. Vastly underrated and hugely influential. This new one? Uh, a remake oh, or the... Gee. Okay. Yeah, well, it says here on Rotten Tomatoes, they gave it a 64%. So, all right. Well, this next one, I seen the original and I seen this remake once and I don't really remember. It was... It was I think I did... I didn't see it until it like came out on DVD, but the original one came out in 1977, and I saw this one in the theater. Not when it came out. I saw it at one of those old um, theaters that shows uh, old movies, because I remember reading, um, back when I was a kid, there was a bookstore at the corner uh, of my house where I lived on East 19th, um, and I remember seeing this book, and the, the, the book, or the, I think it was the, it wasn't the book for the film or for the story, it was just, um, in one of these horror books I was looking through and they showed pictures, but this is, um, what they have here, 2003's Willard. And the original one came out, I believe in 1971. All right. This one, um, this stars, uh, the great Crispin Glover and he fit perfect for it because he's a weirdo, uh, my opinion. And <laughs> he was a weirdo, uh, in this movie desperate for uh, companionship, the repressed Willard Crispin Glover befriends a group of rats that inhabit his late father's do do something mansion. In this fury, uh, in these furry creatures, Willard finds temporary refuge from daily abuse at the hands of his bedridden mother and his father's old partner Frank. Soon it becomes clear that the brood. Of, of rodents is ready and willing to extract a vicious, deadly revenge on anyone who dares to bully their sensitive new master. Um, it was all just a CGI mess, but um, 
the original one I loved because it was again all or nothing days when they did use real rats. So I thought that was cool that they did in this one. Um, the the kid that played him in the original in the movie, he was creepy, but not not like Crispin Glover creepy if you guys know uh, him. But the scene that I that really stuck out into my head, I remember watching it one time. And Renee came walking in, I was like, "What are you watching?" Uh, is the scene when Willard is in the elevator, and if you guys Google it and look it or um, YouTube it and look it up, he uh, the elevator opens and all these rats come pouring out, and Willard standing right in the middle of all of them. <laughs> so I remember that scene clearly. But as far as the rest of the movie, I don't I don't really remember uh, much of it. Um, it. It was from what I remember, it was okay. It was because it was all just CGI. Of course, they did use real rats, but I mean, when you gotta have jillions of them, that's when uh, the CG comes in into play. But the original one, I did like that one a little bit more because it, I felt it was a little more heartwarming. Well, not heartwarming, but you felt for Willard. Um, they did a another one that was really really sad. Um, I don't don't remember if it was a connection or a part two or whatever, but it was a movie called Ben. Uh, that one came out uh, a year later in 1972. That was a little, little kid who befriended a, a mouse. And Michael Jackson's song Ben was in that. Uh, or was it Michael Jackson or Jackson 5? I can't remember. Either or. Same thing. But that one, I remember that one was super sad. I remember crying <laughs> at the end of Ben. But Willard, it's a creepy movie, the original one, as well as the 2003 one. So um, they gave it a 64% here. And uh, have you seen either any of these? I haven't seen either. And like the film we spoke about just before it, the remake doesn't appear to be streaming anywhere. But the OG uh, 1971 is on Freebie and Peacock. So you can check out the OG film. Yeah, I say watch that one. I mean, again, I mean, nothing against Crispin Glover and his creepiness. Um it does have its good uh, its good um, parts in the film, but I mean, to back in the seventies to have, uh, I assume they were all trained rats, and to to do what they had to do to be in the film, um, check it out. I mean, even if if you guys listen to our uh, Food of the Gods episode, uh, shout out to Julie, um, they used live rats in that too. I mean, we kind of broke down on, on how they did some of the special effects of that with the live rats. Cause at first, when I first saw that movie, I thought they were actually killing the rats. Um, but of course, you know, you, they can't, well, maybe they could back then, but they didn't, it was uh, total paint and, uh, airbrushes and all that type of stuff. But, um, Willard 2003, I saw it, but I don't really remember much of it other than the scene I said when he comes out of the elevator. All right, this one I have not seen. I've seen the original. The original one was spooky. Um, shout out to uh, my brother, Sweet Rob. Uh, rest in peace. Um, the original one came out in 1977, and I remember, I remember reading about it in one of those horror books, but I never actually seen it until uh, Sweet Rob brought it in. And he goes, oh, man, you got to watch this movie. Like, what is it? And this is Suspiria. Um, the, the remake came out in 2018. I think it's on Prime. It was on there. I, I don't know. I haven't seen it yet. Um, 
Let me see. What does this say? Young American dancer Susie Banyan arrives in the 1970s Berlin to audition to a world-renowned Helena Marcos Dance Company. When she vaults into the role of a lead dancer, the woman who replaces uh, breaks down and accuses the company's female directors of witchcraft. Meanwhile, an inquisitive psycho psychotherapist and a member of a trope uncover dark and sinister secrets as they probe the depths of the studio's hidden underground chambers. I remember, um, what's her name was in this? Um, uh, Tilda Swinton. That was one of the main reasons I wanted to see it. And a young Mia Goth. She's in this and Dakota Johnson and some other people in this film. Uh, again, I have not seen this remake. I, I plan on watching it someday, but uh, as far as I remember, the 1971 one, that one was spooky. It was during the... Um, that one was directed by... Was it Dar- yeah, Dario Argento directed that one. That was that... Um, I think it's in the Giallo uh, era of, of Italian horror. Uh, I love that one. It was real spooky, and I believe it's a part of a trilogy. I'm not sure if Suspiria was the first one. I, I can't remember the, the, the name of the other films, uh, which I've never seen. I've never seen any of those. I've only seen uh, Suspiria, but that one was I've, really I've got good. them right here. I've got them right here. The uh, It followed by Inferno and uh, yeah. then Mother of Tears. Okay. I've I've never seen those two. I've only seen the first one. So, but the first one, it was spooky. It's it's kind of long and drawn. Well, it feels like it's long and drawn out. It's probably not even that long. Let me see how long the original one is. Uh, 99 minutes. Yeah, that's not very long. But, I mean, it was, it's it's a horror movie, like mystery horror, I would say. It, it's exactly what it says. Mystery horror. It's an hour and 40 minutes. Um. It's one of those. It's kind of a thinker. You guys sit there and watch it and and, and enjoy what uh, Italian horror cinema is, uh, especially with the blood and everything. The blood's like super bright red, which I love when it's the horror fi- when it's the the Italian uh, horror films. Argento and Bava and all the rest of the gang um, that they really go for it with the blood. Um, I wish I I seen Dario Argento. I wish I had I got to meet him, but his line was super long. At uh, Texas Frightmare one year. Hopefully he comes back. I'll stand in that line uh, so I can meet him. Um, but the the uh, the remake again. I have not seen it. Uh, people that have seen it, um, are friends of mine are saying that it's good, but it's not as good as the original. So I mean, I, I could I could I haven't seen it yet. Um, I forgot Mia Goth is in it, and she's like the new flavor of the month now. Um, I think she was younger uh, when they did this one. So, but. Suspiria. I mean, have you even heard or uh, seen these? I hadn't heard of it, uh, but it looks like both the OG and the remake are are streaming. The original uh, 1977 version is on Showtime, which probably means you can get it on Paramount Plus and also Tubi for free. While the 2018 version is on Freebie and Prime Video. Well, if you don't want ads, go to Prime and check it out. Uh, I'm I'm glad it's still there. I'll, I'll, hopefully, I can check it out this month. Yep. All right, all right. Moving on to number twenty, 
This one, this one came out in 1990. Um, the original, I believe it was 1969. Um, no, I was a year off, 68. <laughs> uh, Night of the Living Dead, the original one. That was uh, 68. Um, and the Tom Savini's Night of the Living Dead came out in 1990. Um, this one was... Awesome. Uh, I remember going to the movies with my buddy and his girlfriend. I wanted to see this. They were, when we got there, my buddy was all ready to see it too. But his girlfriend was like, well, I don't want to see that. Let's go see some romantic comedy. I said, well, you guys go ahead and see that. I'm going to go see this because this is what I wanted to see. Uh, For reasons unknown, the recently deceased are rising from the grave as flesh-hungry zombies. Fleeing from an undead horde, a small group of survivors included Barbara, Ben, and Harry uh, sequenting themselves in a remote farmhouse. With the zombies outside the house, multiplying tensions flare as a group argues over the best way to escape their increasingly dire situation before they are overrun completely. Again, directed uh, by Tom Savini. Uh, special effects uh, master Tom Savini. I met him a few times. Awesome gentleman. Uh, this one came out October 1st of 1990. And this stars the great Tony Todd, Candyman himself, uh, the beautiful Patricia Tallman, Tom Tolls, rest in peace, uh, McPhee Anderson, William Butler, Katie Fernaran, whatever her name is, and some other people in this one. All right, when this came out, it did not do good uh, in the theater. I remember that. There was hardly anybody in there. And then when the reviews were coming about, everybody was going off and saying they didn't like it. They didn't like what Tom Savini did to the ending. George Romero did help write the screenplay. And he did give his blessings to um, to Tom Savini. From what I understand, I don't know, I could be wrong. Don't don't quote me. But I'm, I know the studio, they were talking, they wanted they wanted George Romero to remake it. But he was like, I already made it. What do I, what do I need to remake it again? Uh, so that's when he got Tom Savini. I believe this is Tom Savini's um, first and only directorial debut with this. I think. I, I, I could be wrong. But um, this one was awesome. I loved it. Um, it came out on Blu-ray. It was, uh, I think it was a Twilight Time release. In Twilight Time, those are those ones that... They put out a handful, and once they're gone, they're gone. I had to get an import of it. And uh, I believe it it was streaming on Hulu. I'm not sure if it is now. But the the original one, the uh, 68 one, that one's everywhere for free. I mean, it was was like a public domain thing because from what I understood, they um, didn't do a copyright thing at the time when they make this. They just kind of just... Made this movie so everybody in the mother can make a movie and call it Night of the Living Dead and run with it. <laughs> but um, the movie is awesome. something called uh, Night of the Living Carrots from there's, 2011. There's a billion Night of the Living Dead movies. Sutherland. <laughs> Everybody's made a different version of this film. You can make one called Night of the Living Dead and not even be like this one. It could be something totally different. But uh, So, it's funny you said that, because uh, if you look on IMDb, on where the OG, the 68 version is streaming, it's on AMC+, Bravo, Crackle for free, E, 
freebie for free. It's on Max. It's on MGM Plus. It's on NBC. It's on Peacock. It's on Pluto for free. It's on Prime Video. It's on Stars. It's on Sci-Fi. It's on the Roku channel, and it's on Tubi for free. So you are correct. It is literally everywhere. If you don't want commercials or ads or any of that, go to YouTube. There's multiple different versions. There's even the colorized version on there, and that one's crap. I don't know who decided to do that, but well, um, the 1990 yeah. version appears to only be streaming on AMC Plus. Oh, and MGM oh, yeah. Plus, whatever that is. Was on Hulu, I guess it's gone. But um, have you seen? Have you seen either of these? I'm pretty sure you've seen the original. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, that's a given. Did you hear me? Yes, yes, yes. Hello? Okay, I mean, um, Siri popped up. <laughs> so, sorry. Um, did you answer my question? I didn't hear any of it. Siri was trying to talk to me. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes and yes. Heard you um, and yes. Okay. Uh, but yeah, everyone. If you if you haven't seen either, I, mean, I don't I don't know where you've been. But uh, but I'm talking to you uh, non uh, horror watchers. If anyone, if you don't want to sit through the remake, I advise you to sit through the 1968 one. Uh, quick little story for those of you who haven't heard it. If you're new to the show, welcome. But everyone else has been here for years. They already know this is the ver- not this 1990 version. The 1968 version is the very first horror film I ever seen in my life. And shout out to my babysitter Mark. He's the one. Me and my brother sat down and uh, he goes, "Hey, you guys want to watch this?" And we're like, "All right." So we sat there and we watched it on uh, KTVU's Creature Features with um, host Bob Bob Wilkins. Rest in peace. Uh, awesome man i'm glad i got to meet him uh, one time at wondercon and i need to get that picture and frame it and hang it in here um, but um yeah i loved uh, the original and i've seen it, i don't know how many times it's one of those movies i could sit there turn and turn the volume off and just and just splat spit out um the dialogue through the whole movie <laughs> i've seen it that many times that and dawn of the dead yeah george romero's dawn of the dead the original one uh, I don't know if that's on here, but I'm pretty sure maybe later down the list. But anyway, moving on to 19, we're going to 2002 to Brett Ratner's Red Dragon. The original came out in 1986, and that was a film, I believe it was by Michael Mann, and that one was called Manhunter. Um, I remember seeing Manhunter back in the day at the drive-in and not really thinking it. That was the first time I ever heard the name Hannibal Lecter. But I didn't know it was going to be anything big until uh, Silence of the Lambs came out. And then um, then we had Hannibal. And then this one came later, Red Dragon. I haven't seen that Hannibal Rise or any of the uh, the, the TV, the Hannibal TV series. But this one, from what I understood, they said this one went more along with the book Red Dragon. Um, Manhunter, I have that some here, somewhere in, in all my movies. Um, I did like that one. Uh, Michael Mann, he's got that different style of filmmaking. Um, it's kind of just slow. I mean, if you've seen Heat and all that, he, he also directed that one. Uh, it's really slow. Oh, what was that one with um, uh, Tom Cruise and Jamie Foxx? Collateral. Uh, yeah, that one was hell slow. It was a good movie. 
I like it. But it was just it was just slow. I think <laughs> but I that's me- Michael Mann's style. Yeah, I think I mentioned recently um, my drive back uh, after the Kauai trip. I listened to the rewatchables Black Hat, and it made me want to revisit that film. But even that, uh, like you just said, it's uh, it was helpful to listen to the pod because I remember when I originally watched Black Hat, I was like, eh. I don't. I don't think I've seen that one. That's the one with Thor, right? Right. All right. All right, Red Dragon, ex-FBI agent Will Graham. Uh, Edward Norton uh, is an expert investigator who quit the Bureau after almost uh, losing his life in the process of capturing the uh, elusive uh, Dr. Lecter. After a series of particularly grisly murders, Graham soon realizes that the best way to catch this killer known as the Tooth Fairy is to find a way to get inside the killer's mind. For Graham, that means confronting his past and facing his former nemesis, the now incarcerated Lecter. Um, This one, Red Dragon, I liked it. I just watched it it recently because I kind of ran through um the uh the, the original trilogy of uh Hannibal Lecter Science of the Lands Hannibal and this one Hannibal's okay I mean nothing against um what's her name oh she played um Clarice in that one <sighs> redhead beautiful woman I love her um damn it um Shit, she was in Lost World. I just watched that too. Uh, someone's screaming her name. She was in Boogie Nights. Uh, she was in. Jeez Louise. Um, someone's someone's yelling her name. Uh, Julianne Moore. <laughs> yeah, she played um, uh, Clary Starling in uh, Hannibal. And uh, what's his name? Um. <sighs> What's his name from Goodfellas? Henry, Henry. Uh, Ray. Uh, God damn, he just passed away this year too. You know, I'm talking about Ray. Um, God damn it. Um, uh, Lolita. Yeah, that was him. He played. <laughs> he was one of the um, the dudes in in that one, but. Uh, Red Dragon, I thought it was a good film. Uh, I like Edward Norton. Uh, Hannibal Lecter, when he popped up in it, that was awesome for um, Anthony Hopkins to come back and reprise his role for the third time. Uh, they had to kind of de-age him, but not not by much. But uh, it, it was a good movie for what it was, from what I remember um, of watching it. But Manhunter, again, that one, it's a good film. Uh, what's his name was Hannibal Lecter in that one? Brian Cox. And uh, Tom Noonan was um, the Tooth Fairy in it. And who was it? Dennis Ferrero was Jack Crawford. And uh, William Peterson was Will Graham in that one. But did you see uh, Manhunter? I didn't see Manhunter. I did see Red Dragon. And I see it is streaming on Stars. Uh, but I did not see Manhunter. I'd be interested. But it looks like the only place it's streaming is something called the Tribeca Shortlist, which is a Prime Video channel, uh, Amazon Prime. So, hmm. I don't. I never even heard of that. <laughs> but um, yeah, Manhunter. It's good. 
uh, if you if you like uh, Michael Mann's uh, film style, definitely check it out. But Red Dragon, I remember going to the theater and seeing that one the the, the night it came out. Uh, and the way it ended, it leads in right into uh, Silence of the Lambs. So I thought that was awesome. But yeah, definitely check out both of them, Manhunter and Red Dragon. This next one, uh, I know we did we do a rewind on this one? I I don't know. I think we did, or we just talked about it. Uh, this is 2007's I Am Legend. Um, I think we did. What was the, what was the was original ago, one? The original one was that the one Omega Man? I think so. Yeah. With um, Charlton Heston, I think, I think that's the one. Um, Omega Man came out in '71. Um, yeah, I think the remake or whatever was uh, I Am Legend, but I, I believe they remade this one like a, a few times. So, but I Am Legend, I liked it. It was cool. Um, all the CGI in it to make um. Uh, a crazy wrecked up New York City. I thought that was awesome. Um, that was this is the movie that gave us the teaser to Superman versus Batman. <laughs> oh, that's uh, right. They had, Incredible. They had a poster of that. Because yeah. like it was like ten years before it actually happened. Yeah, when they had a big giant poster of it um, in Times Square, which was so like I thought that you was couldn't cool. even imagine it back then. It felt like. That could never happen, so it was kind of cool. Too bad it wasn't uh, very good when it came out, but uh, yeah, I remember that being a thing. Like it was like, oh, that would never happen. Like, oh, that's crazy, and then it did. <laughs> I thought it was just a teaser. Like, all right, it's it's in their heads that we might get that movie, and we yeah. we eventually did. But it, it took me a few watches to enjoy it. But I am legend. I like this movie. I thought it was really good. Um, everyone was saying there were zombies at first, but then I found out that there were some like mutant vampires yeah. uh, of type of thing. So um, it, it was cool. I didn't really care for the um, the alternate ending when when he survived. I like. Well, the that's one what counts was... now because he's coming back for uh, Will Smith is coming back for the sequel. Was that the one we got in the theater though? I don't remember. No, I thought he died. Make it. The one in the theater, he dies. But okay. the one they're counting now, he doesn't because they're having him come back for a second film. Well, we didn't actually see him die, so I guess that's a way they can get around it. Because the alternate ending is that they took off and left. And I kind of like that that ending a little bit more. Um, but that's that's not what we got. Uh, Robert Neville is a brilliant scientist as a survivor of a man-made plague that transforms humans into bloodthirsty mutants. He wanders alone through New York City, calling out uh, for others possible for other possible survivors, and works on finding a cure for the plague using his own immune blood. Uh, Neville knows he is a badly outnumbered, and the odds are against him. And all uh, all the while. The infected wait for him to make a mistake that will deliver Neville into their hands. Um, yeah, this one was pretty cool. Um, I, again, I liked all the effects. I, I liked what they did to, to make New York look the way it did. Um, I remember everyone liking it when it came out. 
But I think this is the time when what's his name was just dropping movies left and right. Uh, Will Smith. So, but did everyone forgive him? Is if he's starting to make movies again? I didn't know there was another one coming. Yeah, another oh. one on the way. Okay. Um, Omega Man. I. Unless I'm getting that confused with uh, Swelling Green. I don't know. I, I I don't remember. I've seen so many movies. Um, it doesn't really stand out to me because I'm when I'm when I'm thinking of Omega Man, all I'm thinking of is Soylent Green. So who knows? Maybe I, I might not have seen this one. But that well, one again. You have I, a chance to see it. Omega Man is streaming on Max. Ooh, okay. No commercials. All right, I'll check that one out. Yeah, and <laughs> I am Legend cool? actually isn't anywhere. The only way you can get it is uh, to pay for it on uh, Amazon Prime. So I have the Blu-ray, so I ain't paying. Yeah. Who else is in this besides Charlton Heston? Was Lyndon Cash, Eric Lane, Lincoln, Kilpatrick, Paul? All right, I have to check this out. He's the He's the last man. <laughs> well, there's like there's like a ton of people in this cast, so maybe this is all during the flashbacks. So I don't know. I'll I'll, ch- I'll check it out. I've never again uh, watching the little trailer. I don't think I've seen this one, so I'll have to give it a shot. But as far as this being a horror, this ain't no horror movie. Um, I know. Let me, what, what have what have we got so far? One, two, three, four. Four of these, in my opinion, four horror movies. But okay, whatever. <laughs> your 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 go to quote. We're about to hit, you know, big milestone episode. But your quote, especially early on in our recording, was uh, they said it was horror. This wasn't horror. That is your like go to line. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this next one. Uh, this one came out in 2014. I also didn't see this one. I seen the original one, and that original one came out in 1976, and I didn't re- I didn't really care for the original. And but the remake came out in 2014. Um, I remember Jesse telling me that he, I'd probably like it because I know he said he seen it, and uh, he had also seen the original. He he kind of I think I think it was Jesse, um, and he said he had liked it better. But this is the film, uh, the town that dreaded sundown. Uh, a mass maniac terrorizes the same small community where murder, murder known as the Phantom Killer, struck decades earlier. Um, yeah, the original one was pretty much the the same thing. A hooded man stalks the lovers' lanes and of Texarkana, and the fact-based account. This fact-based account is from the 1946 killing spree. Um, I remember the original one, but. I, again, I haven't seen this new one, so I'm gonna have to find it. I think it's streaming somewhere. I want to say yes. I just saw it. I I got it for you. Uh, the 2014 version, the remake, is on AMC Plus, uh, MGM Plus, Prime Video, and Roku channel. Okay, I don't want no commercial, so I have to go to Prime or one of the other ones. But and have you seen the, either either of these? I haven't. The 1976 OG version is on Freevee, Pluto TV, Prime Video, and Tubi. So you got three free with commercials and Prime Video. For I want to say, 
it was on that I think it was on yeah the um, well you gotta have um you gotta have from YouTube premium the original one's on there um sometimes people throw it up on here for free no well if you have YouTube premium it's on there no commercials so but um the original one I remember being like ah, I was okay I mean I seen it just to say I seen it but this I, I didn't really care for it so when this one came out I was kind of like eh, all right whatever so I guess I'll have to check it out and see uh if it's what people are saying uh it got a 40% on Rotten Tomatoes from the uh credit from the not critics from the audience so I don't know. I think this is one of those one of those ones that just kind of did a small little um um theater run. Uh, I don't remember it being everywhere. But all right, that was number seventeen. Moving on down to sixteen to nineteen ninety three's Body Snatchers. Um, when was the original uh, invasion of the Body Snatchers? Um, I believe was that in the fifties or sixties. Um, let me see. I'll have it for you here in a second. But this one, okay. So uh, we when got, envir- uh, hold on, hold on, real quick. When yep. Environmental pro- Projection Agency spect- uh, Inspector Steve Malone travels to a remote military base in order to track down toxic materials, he brings his family along for the ride. After arriving at the base, his teenage daughter Marty befriends Jean and Jean's daughter. Uh, at the base's commander, General Platt, when the people at the base began acting strangely, uh, Marty becomes convinced that they are slowly being replaced by plant-like killers. That is nothing like Invasion of the Body Snatchers. But when that one come out? Okay, so original? the OG Invasion, uh, 1956. That one streaming on MGM Plus, uh, Paramount Plus, and then the 70s, 1978 version yeah. with uh, Donald Sutherland. Donald that Sutherland one. and Spock. Yep. Spock's in that one. And uh, Jeff Goldblum as well. This one is streaming on Cinemax, uh, Max, and Prime Video. Um, the original, I seen that one, I saw it in the theater, not when it came out, but one of those theaters where it was, um, playing old movies, uh, especially, it was like du- during October, because I remember there was a bunch of movies playing, uh, that month, and that was one of them. I never, I'd seen the 70s one, uh, I saw that one when it was on TV, and that one, shout out to Mike, he's the one that told me about it, and then I saw that there was the original one, so I went and saw that one in the theater. Um... I like the 70s version one. It's it's slow and everything. Um, it's, it's like a lot of talk, talk, talk. Don't expect uh, aliens and all that and it, throughout the whole thing. I mean, it's there, but it really doesn't pick up until towards the end. Um, I did like the uh, the original guy that was in the, in the main one, in the, in the original. He made a cameo uh, in the uh, 70s invasion of the Body Snatchers running down the street saying, oh, they're coming for you. Then he gets hit by cars or like that. From what I remember, this one, Body Snatchers, I never seen this one. So I want to say that they made a couple different remakes of Invasion of the Body Snatchers. 
but I don't know. But the the original one and the one in the seventies, those are the ones that I that I like the most. I have the um the seventies one here in my collection. I need to get the original one. I haven't seen the original one in in a really long time, so I don't remember much of it. But I do remember, um, I did like the little pods they had in the original. They just looked like two big leaves stuck together. And then in the seventies one, they were more um, they looked like cocoon type of things. But um, did you see uh, the the original and the seventies one? Uh, I have not seen the '56 version, but I have seen the '70s version. The uh, fi- like I said, the '56 version is on uh, Paramount Plus, though. So your chance to check out the '56 version. All right, I have to. Um. All right. I, I, this one, '93 Body Snatchers. It, it doesn't sound. Uh, like if it's on something, I'll I'll check it out, but I'm not gonna rush out to see it. All right, this next one, this one came out in 2010, and this is the Crazies. The original George A. Romero one came out in 1973. That one's goofy for what it is. It's early 70s. Um, I enjoy it. I didn't, I didn't enjoy it enough to put it in my collection, but I probably will. I mean, shout out to George A. Romero, rest in peace. Um, but the Crazies, this one. It came out in uh, 2010. This one was awesome. This one was hella good. I think it's still on YouTube. Not YouTube. Um, Hulu. That was the last place I saw. I'm not sure where it is now. No. But, uh, it's It appears to only be on AMC Plus and Cinemax. Okay. Well, if you have any of those and you guys haven't seen this, so do you need to see the original? No, you don't need to see. That one's more of just... Uh, mid seven, no, early seventies Romero type of film. But this one, if you want blood and guts and violence in it, this is the one because this one was awesome. Uh, anarchy reigns when an unknown toxin turns the peaceful citizens of uh, Ogden Marsh uh, into bloodthirsty lunatics. In an effort to contain the spread of the infection, authorities blockade the town and use deadly force to keep anyone from getting in or out. Now trapped among killers, Sheriff Dutton. Uh, Timothy Oliphant and his wife um, and two companions must band together to find their way before madness and death overtake them. Um, yeah, this movie was badass, man. I loved it. I saw it in the theater uh, the night it came out. I mean, I love Timothy Oliphant. He's badass in just about everything he's in. So I was I was in when I found out he was in this. And of course, I seen the original. So I had to go see what they were going to do in this one because the trailer made it. The trailers were sold it to me. Um, it just just one day, all hell breaks loose in, in this town. You don't know why. And they're trying to figure it out. And then it turns out to be some kind of uh, government cover up. Uh, so, but man, this movie was hella good. Um, I definitely have this in my library. I've seen this a bunch of times. And every time I watch it, it's like the, the first time watching this film. This To me, this is one of those rewatchables I can watch over and over. Um, have you seen the 73 version or this one? I haven't seen any of the versions. Um, the 73 version is on Tubi for free. Uh, and I'm finding that there's actually, it was remade again uh, under a different name in 1988 called Nightmare at Noon. And that one looks like it's only available to rent or buy on Prime Video. And then, yeah, the 2010 version is on AMC Plus and Cinemax. 
Nightmare at noon. Hmm. So yeah, you might need to look into Nightmare at Noon if you haven't heard of that, because it's uh, it's a remake of this from three ninety nine. Three ninety nine ain't bad. I can I can rent that. Um, let me look. Enemies, uh, really <laughs> quick. Or let me let me try YouTube. Yeah. This looks like it's uh, it might be a um. Uh, a TV movie. 1988, Nightmare at Noon. And, nope, I gotta rent it. it not is. bad, though. That's not bad. $3.99? No, that's that's nothing. Jeez, you learn something new every day, boys and girls, because I never yeah. even heard of this one. Now I'm going to have to check it out. Nightmare at Noon. Scientists poison the water supply, spoiler alert, in a small town turning the residents into homicidal maniacs who kill each other and nobody and anybody who passes through. That was directed by Nico Masturacase. I don't know how to say that last name. But it stars a bunch of people you know. Wings Hauser, he's badass. Bo Hopkins, uh, the great George Kennedy, the great Byron James, Kimberly Beck, and a bunch of other people. And it, all right, man. You got to check it out. Ooh, I'm going to have to rent this one, everybody. <laughs> $3.99 ain't nothing. Um, I'll check that out. Who knows? Maybe I'll throw it in. Uh, if it's not in our 31 Days of Horror, maybe it'll be a uh, uh, special edition. But this is oh, action sci-fi horror. I'm watching the trailer and it's selling me, man. I'm seeing a lot of gun <laughs> action and uh, crazy explosions, real action explosions. This guy just jumped a car and they shot him and he blew up. I see guys getting uh, torched with flamethrowers. Oh, yes. And uh, what's his name? And you can never go wrong with him. Uh, Bo Hopkins. He's badass. He was one of the pharaohs in uh, American Graffiti. If you guys have seen that film. <laughs> Or was it real America? I think he was in uh, American Graffiti. I know he was in the second one. But anyway, oh, man. We found you something Nightmare. good. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> something to watch. Uh, Google Play, $1.99. Or Apple TV, $2.99. Um, I don't have any of that. Well, I got Apple TV. I'll, I'll, I'll just pay the $3.99. It's all right. But uh, The Crazies, t- 2010. I I highly recommend that one out of everything so far uh, that we've talked about because that that one's hella good. All right. Next one, moving on down. Jeez, how long have we been here? Been here for a while now, (laughs) almost an hour. (laughs) But uh, I'll try to move it along fast. Uh, The Ring, 2002. uh, Was it 2002? No, yeah, 2002 and Ringu. That one came out. In 1998, that was that was the original one. That one was hella scary. My opinion, <laughs> that one scared me. This one was actually pretty scary too. Uh, the Ring with um, Naomi Watts. Uh, whatever happened to that little kid that was in this one? Uh, what the hell was his name? Uh, David Dorfman. I, I liked him. I didn't really care for the second Ring, the American version ones, but the Ringu. <clears throat> there was a few different ones And then there was a, an American A third one called Rings That one was trash, I didn't like that one at all uh, It sounds just like another urban legend A videotape filled with nightmarish images Leads a phone call 
for telling the viewer's death in exactly seven days. Newspaper reporter Rachel Keller is skeptical of the story until four teenagers all die mysteriously exactly one week after watching uh, just such uh, just such a tape, allowing her to investigate the curiosity to get the better of her. Rachel tracks down the video and watches it. Now she has just seven days to unreveal the mystery. I saw this one before I saw the original Ringo. Um, shout out to Sweet Rob. He's the one that told me this is a remake. I was like, what? That's Ring Ringo was my introduction to J Horror. And then I just went wild from there on out. That's how I found Juwan and all those other crazy ones. But I like Naomi Watts. I've always liked her. This one was really good. I didn't like I said, I didn't care for the second one. I thought the second one was weak. Um, they were just trying to cash in. If they would have went remade Ringu 2 or whatever the hell that second one was called, the Japanese version, I think it would have been a lot better because that story in the second Ringu was a million times better than the American uh, Ring 2. I, I didn't like that one. And I remember sitting in the theater saying, this one's trash. Um, but the, the original one, uh, the remake Ring, I thought it was an awesome film. Ringu, that one was spooky. But I, I loved how... You they had to figure out what was happening, what was causing it all, and then showing us these crazy images on the screen. Like what what did this actually mean? I haven't seen the ring or Ringo in a long time. I have to do some rewatches on those. But I liked what they do, especially with the with the explanation. I think they went a little more explanation in the in the Japanese version. And it, of course, you got to change it up a little. It the, the the Japanese one, if you haven't seen it, it's really slow. But it, it to me it was effective and it was scary. The ring they kind of move it along quick because that one was, whew, I can't remember how long that one was. I want to say it was like an hour and a half. But um, the ring, yeah, that was no, that was almost two hours, uh, hour and fifty five minutes. But um, this one, the ring, it's good. The 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 American one, I liked it. I know a lot of people didn't like it because everyone was so much. Um, in love with the the Japanese version again. Japanese version is, to me is better, but this one was actually a really good remake of uh, of that one. Have you seen either of these? Amazingly, I did see both. You wouldn't have think I would, but this is right near the end of the era of. Uh, there's a bunch of stuff I used to see just off of like word of mouth and people talking about it. Stuff you know I wouldn't I wouldn't normally see. Uh, the one that uh, really always stuck with me and bugged me, and I always think about it and it still bugs me, is uh, Blair Witch, the the end, uh, <laughs> that, that house thing. Uh, but Ring is like right at the end of that era before the internet really takes off, so it was like, it was still a lot of, you relied on a lot of word of mouth, so that's how I ended up both seeing this. And the remake. So the uh, the U.S. version, the 2002 version, it's streaming on Paramount Plus and uh, Ringu, like you said, because I heard. I also did hear after that. Uh, you should you should watch that. And um, I remember uh, finding it at this uh, like indie type video store. So that's where I saw that. Uh, but the yeah, the Japanese version is on Tubi for free so but obviously commercials i was in san francisco 
uh, in Chinatown, and I found this little. Uh, we were walking back to the BART station. Uh, it was Tegan, Marky, and I when they were little. And I remember we went over there for the day. They just wanted Chinese food in Chinatown, so we flew down to Oakland and went to San Francisco. Uh, I remember we were going back to the BART station, and we were walking down this side street, and there was a little Japanese store. Uh, Marky was really into those um, those Japanese robots, those anime robots. Um, I can't remember. Whatever was big at the time for him. I Gundam? can't remember the name of the show. Yes, he was into those. And they had some in there. And he was like, what are the, he was like, that looks like whatever, whatever. I said, that's the real one. The, the, I said, these are the Japanese versions, not the ones you can buy at Walmart. He was like, oh, so he went in there. He had money burning a hole in his pocket, so he bought a few of them. I said, they're kind of like models. You have to put them together. But he didn't care. He just wanted them. So we went in there while he was looking at there, picking out some stuff. And Tiga was all into the Hello Kitty shit. And she was over there looking at all that. And I was looking at the movies, and that's when I saw uh, I saw Ringu, and then I saw, I think it was just called Ring 2 or something, uh, next to it. I was like, oh, I pulled it out, and it said um, DVD something. Um, I can't remember what it was called. But the guy was saying, he goes, it won't play in a regular DVD player. It's got to play in a different, not, not a multi-region player. It was still region a or whatever but it was it was like a burned copy dvd something i can't remember what, what it was called and then and he goes he goes who goes he, he goes it might play in yours just he goes if it doesn't just bring it back and i was like well don't fall over come back here but all right um so i just took it i just all right let me try i took it home it wouldn't play in my dvd player in in the living room but tiga had one in her room and i don't remember what brand it was but it played in that so I was able to watch it, and that's when I saw Ring 2, and I was like, man, I remember Tiga was sitting there covering her eyes because she was watching it with me. She goes, what are you watching? I don't know. I remember the second one being just as scary. <laughs> but um, Yeah, I, I haven't seen uh, either the, the original or the, or the remake in a long time. I'm going to have to uh, dig those out somewhere. I know I have both of those on DVD. I don't think I upgraded them to Blu-ray yet. But anyway... Moving on to, what is this, number 13? Um, yeah, number 13. This is 2000, or no, this is 19, was it 92? This one came out? Yeah, 1992's Bram Stoker's Dracula. Uh, I assume they were going off the original Dracula film that came out in the 31, but uh, okay. Um, I don't remember this, the old Dracula film being like this one. But uh, this was it was it was I think it was more along with the book. I didn't read the book, so I I have no idea. Uh, the only reason I went and saw this film, well, there was a few reasons why I saw this film, but the main reason, uh, of course, it was directed by G uh, Francis Ford Coppola. Uh, stars the great Gary Oldman, uh, uh, the great Academy Award winner Anthony Hopkins, uh, the great Keanu Reeves, uh, Carrie Elwes El 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 or whatever his name is. And the love of my life, the beautiful Winona Ryder. That was the main reason that I went and seen this film. I have not seen this in a really long time. It is, I remember it being really long. Oh, yeah, it's, it's over. It's only two hours and three minutes. Uh, I remember it being really slow. And I remember them advertising this, like, everywhere. It was on the side of the buses. It was on bus stop benches. 
billboards everywhere. That, that this is just in the Bay Area. I couldn't imagine how it was down in Hollywood, especially they go for it when they're promoting big movies. So I have not seen this room, this movie in a really long time. I didn't see it in the theater. I saw it. Um, I think once it hit uh, cable, HBO, Showtime, one of those ones. But um, I remember enjoying it. I have it here on Blu-ray. I haven't watched it in a long time. I'll, I'll have to to watch it. But Gary Oldman, he's just amazing. Any role you you hand in front of him, he he's awesome. He takes that role and makes it his. He's always he's only Sid Vicious in my eyes. If you guys have been Sid Sid and Nancy, and of course Winona Ryder. I know everybody was making fun of Keanu Reeves and his accent in this one, but Keanu Reeves is awesome. I don't care what anyone says. And um, Anthony Hopkins as Van Helsing, he was badass in this whole film. Um, did you see this one in the theater? I didn't. I didn't see it till uh, later, till home release. Yeah, I, have, I need to rewatch this one. I haven't seen this one in forever. And the original one, I have it on Blu-ray. I also haven't seen that one in a while. I know Eric was um, watching all the old uh, Universal Monster movies one year. I think it was last year. He just wanted to see all of them. His favorite is Frankenstein, so he he's got his little Frank, Frankenstein figurines and stuff in his room. And uh, he really went. He started off with Frankenstein. He goes, well, "What order did these come out?" I said, "I have no idea. You have to look it up." But he did watch all the Universal Monsters one. But Frankenstein was his guy, so he was all about it. Um, I'm glad that he went back and watched all of those because um, the only one he I sat down with him is when uh, Eric. It was me, Eric, Daniel, and Buster. They were Daniel and Buster were little guys, and we were watching Creature from the Black Lagoon, and they sat through that whole movie. Mesmerizing what was going on So uh, I'm glad they really Loved uh, Creature from the Black Lagoon Buster he really loves a creature So he's just uh-huh. like me nice. But Bram Stoker's Dracula uh, Where was it streaming did you say uh, I Hold on let me pull it back up uh, This one Is on Pluto TV so a little bit of Commercials for you there Nah and, I'll uh, uh, Take out my Blu-ray Uh, so or I, I guess are we talking about the uh, 1931 version, <laughs> Bella Lugosi, or the other the other version of this? Sorry, everybody. I don't know what happened. Uh, technical difficulties, but that was part one. We'll come back with part two. So just be patient and party on. <laughs>